Hello and welcome to Season 4. It's a podcast that seeks to encourage and inspire you on your journey. So this week's guest is someone who I've known for a few years and uh, he's a bit of a hero really and, and one that is very unassuming. Um, I use a phrase Commonwealth or another phrase which is, you know, using what's in your hand. And that really what that means is, is that there is wealth amongst us and the wealth is the things that we have that we own, i.e. the things that we have, things that we do, things that we can do as well. And Nigel is one of those individuals who uses his skills in the legal system to transform an unjust system. This is what the kingdom of God looks like. And it is a wonderful way of us asking ourselves, well, what have I got? What can I do to make the world a better place? And I know that sounds a bit weird, but it's as practical as that. Let's have a quick extract from this and then go straight into the devotion. And what we discovered was, and this is how life pans out, uh, that... Um, uh, a whole group of people called kinship carers. So I'm a care lawyer. Uh, kinship carers are who are the grandparents, the unsung heroes uh, of this world, uh, who take on children and still take on children where local bodies have stepped in. We discovered that um, these grandparents were being uh, comprehensively shafted by uh, local authorities across the country. And, uh, and what I learned was that you can use the law, use... Uh, the Human Rights Act, much yep. maligned by the current government, but they are totally unaware of how on a down-to-earth basis you can use Article 8, which is right to family life, to change people's lives. And changing people's lives uh, is done at a family at a time. Say, what's the, yeah. what does the Chinese proverb say? Better to light one candle than complain against the dark. And, uh, uh, and I discovered that um, you can use the law uh, to challenge the, um, the ways in which things are done. And I remember a particular day in court when I was before a high court judge yeah. and the local authority was saying, well, no, this can't be done. And I said, you know, well, yes, it can. And uh, a QC turned to me and said, Nigel, you've taken this as far as you, you could. You know, leave it now. And, but the judge said, look, if what Mr. Priest is saying is right, I happen to be, this was a family case, I happen to be a, a sitting in the admin court, this was a Thursday, and he said, uh, I'm going to uh, redesignate myself uh, as sitting in the admin court on Monday, and I want you to find a QC, Mr. Priest, and put your case to me then. And um, we, we were able to um, challenge local authorities uh, so that they, firstly, that they paid local authorities, um, they paid, sorry, uh, kinship carers who were foster carers a right equivalent to other foster carers because they do the same job. And then we took it still further uh, because actually uh, they were still being discriminated against. So we had about three judgments, which are the leading judgments uh, to change. Now, that ch when I say it changes lives, I mean, people were getting back payments and still are getting, maybe getting back payments of 30,000, pounds that they were owed and fostering allowances, uh, which, uh, but the battle still goes on. And I think one of the things that I've, uh, that I've learned is that, um, uh, that sometimes, that sometimes 
life is like a minefield, a bit, bit like that. And so I think it's a, um, a, a theology, and I think sure. we should apply it a bit more in churches. To, to take a step forward, tap the ground. If it doesn't explode, take another step forward, tap the ground. If it doesn't explode, and just keep on going. Just keep yeah. on going, see how far you can get. And, uh, and, we, got, and we got a long way. Uh, you know, we're, we're just lining up to do an alpha course in church. I think you know, people coming to faith is the most fantastic thing, yeah. but that it doesn't stay within you. you yeah. Then, you know, you, it, it sets you, you know, puts you back in touch with how you're meant to be, but then says, right, God says then, right, come on then, get on with it. And, and for everybody, that getting on with it will be something different. Isn't it in the um, land of which in the wardrobe, right? In the last one, the cry as they come in is further in, further in. There's a danger when we come to faith that we sort of come through the door and lurk, lurk around the door when actually uh, God is saying, come on, there's a new country here. Just come and explore it and see what happens. Okay, well, let's get into this devotion right now. Intentionality. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 to 14 in the Passion Translation, it reads, Come to God through the narrow gate, because the wide gate and the broad path is the way that leads to destruction. Nearly everyone chooses that crowded road. But the narrow gate, the difficult way, leads to eternal life. So if you find it. Those last five words are hard to swallow. But in reflection, they're true. This passage talks about choice. Following God isn't always a natural thing to do. Instinctively, we can live in a me, myself and I world, which may even carry into our faith. God, save me, help me. But that's reducing our God to being a painkiller. But the higher way of living, as Jesus spoke about in the previous verses, encourages us to look beyond ourselves and join him in his work of bringing wholeness for everyone. It's no small task. The work is everywhere and we're called to join him in his mission. But this verse says few choose it. They need to be intentional, on purpose and determined. Truth is, we choose what is important. You are, to your neighbours and your colleagues, friends and family, perhaps the only vision of what Christ and Christ-likeness looks like. So be determined, get fueled with his essence, his spirit. Invite him to show you your next steps. Be the blessing to others that you were made to be. Amen.